just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin. I'm here with Meals. Meals, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I don't know. I can't lie. I'm doing good. Um, still cold in the city, but you know what? I'm doing all right. It's winter still. I'm waiting for spring to show up because I'm kind of over it. But I mean, your energy's still up, though. I, I like your energy today. Your uh, what can my energy be attributed to? I don't know. Uh, it's not as late. That could be possibly it. Yeah, that, that is possible. I am, <laughs> I am currently, I'm currently in the midst of jury duty this Your week. Civic American duty. Of yes, and it is causing me to come off of uh, to to come home a little bit earlier. I'm, I live like three minutes away from from the court, so that that works. Usually, uh, Mills and I do this show a little bit later on his end and, and on my end as well. Uh, but you know, it, it's this is a it's been quite the ordeal this week. I'm very very quite annoyed. Uh, well, you know what? It's your civic American duty, and that's all we can ask of you as a citizen. You know what they I'm saying? They keep saying this, and they keep saying this is like going to be like, like the best experience ever. And all I'm seeing is like a bunch of like idiots that I literally have to be around. I have to be around more idiots than I do on like a regular basis at work. Well, it's here's the thing: you're picking out of the real crux of America. You know what I'm saying? Like you're really getting into the nitty gritty of it all when you when you, the selection for jury duty. It's really random. I mean, people try to get out of it. You can only get out of it as much times as you can before they get you. Oh, they they don't even play that here. They're like, yo, we we've read Google, we've seen everything. Like there are oh. people that are literally disrupting everything as we try and get through ninety five potentials just so that I can get picked. This is the second day of of selection because you know like when people use bathrooms you know they, they have to shut down the whole selection process you, you can't say anything you can't talk or anything you have to wait for them to go to the bathroom and then come out like they have to call a break and it's just literally the most soul crushing draining experience i've ever had it's almost like watching uh an old impact show well you, here's the 2011 you can say that you have a weekly podcast. You may or may not talk about the case on a to a swath of you know a, a, a large part of the audience. So I think that could get you out, right? You may uh, or may not. I, I, could, <laughs> I, I could try. Uh, I'd go to jail for sure. Oh, it'd oh well, it'd, it'd definitely be a Becky Lynch angle for sure. Oh, but, uh, this is true. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'm here now. I'm here for you guys. I'm here on the A show. Uh, uh, very very big week for us. Uh, we yes. we started. We started the uh, Mark Madness tournament. Uh, it's, and you know what? Again, our fans surprise us every single time. Um, we, I, I, have, I have to say this. We have some of the greatest fans on the face of the earth. Like they, Every time they show up and, and they, they represent for us, the numbers for these polls, incredible, man. I, I never thought I could see you know, 
something that, this big and, and profound. Really got to thank everybody that, that did vote on Mark Madness this week. Uh, round one was this week, and we're going to go through uh, the winners. You know, Mizzle, are you ready? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can go through the winners. I, I'll give my brief thoughts on who maybe I think should have won or who I think could win or et cetera. Well, I mean, not could win. It's, it's pretty much over. But what do I think about the two participants? A lot of good stuff. So, yeah, let's let's run through it right now. All right. Uh, so the the uh, first pick and you would say like Punk was kind of like a one seed. He'd be a one seed, right? Uh, I didn't really do it by seeds. Um, I call Punk a one seed. I don't want to call him one seed. He's not really a one seed. Um, of the decade, though? Of the decade, I wouldn't say because then it, 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 I wouldn't say it in one seed because it makes the rest of the things look really funny. Then, if you start going by seeds, because then people are going to be like, well, Roman should be higher, and 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 and, and you know, Seth Rollins and da da da, he won, you know, multiple champions. Like, I don't want to do it by seeds. This is really as much as this is a fun tournament. This is a fun, and while it does have some stakes to it, because we are definitely crowning the best of the decade, and this will be known by fans. You'll certainly add the person. Hopefully they will add back with the adulation that they've been selected as the best of the decade by our, the, the A-show audience. Um, and, and yeah, let's go from there. But yes, round one, definitely first match, CM Punk versus Mark Henry. And people... Resoundingly, uh, 65% of people voted for CM Punk. CM Punk won there pretty handily. Uh, Mark Henry got 35% of the vote. I, I mean, you're just going against the grain if you pick Mark Henry there. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I respect the 35% who pick Mark Henry because you know what? I get it. I get it. Yeah, I respect it. That was an evil. And I'll say that I'll keep saying this. This is an evil. This is an evil uh, t- uh, round. Like there were a lot of matchups that had people really think rethinking things. Well, um, it, I, I agree. Um, there's certainly a lot of matchups here that are very enticing. I mean, even to the next one. The uh, next one, we had a, quite a few blowouts in this. Yeah, uh, this is one blowouts of them. Blowouts that uh, I didn't expect, but blowouts nonetheless. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, 89% of, of people voted for Chris Jericho. He, he advances to the next round. Uh, Dolph, this match shows you sometimes it's just quality, not quantity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just really kind of what it is, because Dolph Ziggler has been pretty active for the last decade. Like he is, he's been here, he's been around. He has those three months where it seems like he quit, and then he showed up again at the Royal Rumble without any sort of question or answer or rhyme or reason or anything. Right. But, but the list of Jericho is the list of Jericho, and I mean, I think that's what people are going off of. Um, right. uh, next round, Cesaro versus Randy Orton. Ooh, I was uh, hoping for an upset here. I. It, it could have it could have gotten there, but Randy Orton uh, once again. Well, I won't say resoundingly. We had he had a pretty pretty uh, solid win there. Sixty one percent of people voted for Randy Orton. Thirty nine percent of the, of the uh, Cesaro section voted for him. Uh, pretty good matchup there. I, I must say that's one of my favorite matchups that you that you kind of concocted there. I, I really like that. Well, Cesaro to me is someone, you know, he's been around for most of the decade too, and he's astounded and resounded. You know, sorry, I'm sounding like Walt Frazier at this point, but he's like. <laughs> He's really, he's been like on such, the thing is, it's like, we have not seen the best of Cesaro, which is crazy. Yeah. Like we, we've seen flashes of brilliance during various things, like a tag team partner gets injured and then he's back solo and now he's moving again. We've seen flashes of brilliance, but we haven't really seen the best of Cesaro. And I'm hoping maybe we'll see that in the next decade moving forward. But, you know, just for when you, when you up against Randy Orton, umpteen time world champion, I get it. And the right. RKO, I get it. Like, you know. Uh, next round, 
or next matchup. Next matchup. I'm sorry. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Alexa Bliss. I, this is one of the evil picks here. Like, there's no way. Like, you know, there's no fucking way you, you go you go the other side here. Uh, Seth Rollins blew out Alexa Bliss undoubtedly. 85% Seth Rollins. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the, the, the Shield. Uh, his, his double title wins uh, throughout the decade. Uh, his run now, honestly, his run last year as well. It, it's without a doubt, like as as good as Alexa Bliss is, Seth Rollins is uh, without a doubt probably eschewing for to me top ten of this decade. You know, I put a lot of women. I didn't do a lot of women versus a woman versus woman bracket because I definitely wanted the opportunity for more women to advance in this tournament. I don't think we should have like a women's only bracket or something like that because it kind of just like it pits them against each other, and then only really only one comes out, and then like one could get squashed immediately. It kind of defeats the purpose. So I wanted to you know put men versus women have these intergender matchups, and I think this was an enti- this one you you had to think about a little bit, but you really didn't like it's it's. Yeah. Seth Rollins. There's going to be another one that I think really uh, stumped a lot of people. Seth Rollins was WWE champion and US champion at the same time during this decade. And he and he won the tag team championship and the Intercontinental Championship at the same time during this decade. Like the man is a star of just the caliber. And, you know, Alexa Bliss has a good, you know, Alexa Bliss first ever Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. But man, Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins. That's big. I mean, it's huge. Um, So Next, next uh, match. I mean, we could just skip right past this one. We already knew it was going to be uh, so John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Blew him out, eighty nine percent to eleven percent. Bray Wyatt, former WWE champion. That's it. <laughs> uh, next one. Next one is literally the same. The same result. Uh, next match was AJ Styles versus Sheamus. Uh, AJ Styles resoundingly won. I think this was a little bit unfair as far as how like how much of a landslide it was. One hundred percent unfair. It's yeah, ridiculous. I, I think people. I, you know what's the thing about Sheamus? People unfairly hate Sheamus, but he's he's low key on the low. One of the most tenured and like celebrated and successful people in the company. Oh yeah. Like, he had a ring, Royal Rumble, WWE champion, world champion, intercontinental champion, I think, tag team champion. Like, the yeah. man has done it all. And he's done everything. I, I think he should have had a little bit more than, like, 11% of the votes, guys. He won, the, he won WrestleMania, his, the world championship, in eight seconds. Like, I think he should have had more than 11. But I'm someone who is very, like, indifferent towards Sheamus for the better part of the decade. Right. So, I can't even argue with them. Like, AJ Styles is, you know... He's great. I mean, in just great. in just four years, AJ Styles has, has really like turned SmackDown around. Uh, he, he's won the, t- the WWE title way more than we thought he would. He's held the title for over a year. So, yeah. you know, it, it's it's a pretty crazy run for a, for a rookie and someone that we never expected to be on that level. Um, next matchup. Wow, this is an upset to me. In my opinion, this is an upset. Uh, because this one of these guys, like they're both part timers, but one of these guys is obviously like done more matches than the other. Oh guy. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but uh, the Undertaker versus Triple H. Uh, Triple H won sixty six sixty six percent of votes went to Triple H. Undertaker is out in the first round. I think a lot of this might just be, you know, what I gotta, I gotta, I gotta call some some of the. Uh, the blame on myself for just the way that I've been talking about him for the past month. But oh yeah, maybe. but you've been the Instagram thotty, you know, <laughs> you know, playing fine. Like, come on, Bad Bunny. Yeah, I mean, you did it to yourself at this point. So it's, it's definitely triple. I mean, Undertaker. I'd say probably his better decades. The last decade. If if this was the last decade, I'd say he probably had a better decade than Triple H. But he had. Actually, you know what? I don't even know that he had better matches than Triple H this decade for sure. 
No, well, yeah, well, you know no. what? Tri- Triple H had the Daniel Bryan match. Uh, Triple H had the Daniel Bryan match. The Triple Seth H Rollins had match. The, tri- the Seth Rollins match is Roman's reigns. Triple H has won the Royal Rumble in this decade for some reason. You know, it's, people uh, were injured. People were injured. Remember that year, though. Everyone was injured. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Undertaker. The biggest thing that happened to Undertaker in this decade is he got beat by Brock Lesnar. That's a huge moment. Well, he did the streak. They get beat. He got beat twice in the WrestleMania this decade. Woo. Yeah, you kind of take the L on that one. Um. I, I mean, he might want to tell Bad Bunny again to, you know, drop that last tour date for Puerto Rico. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> You're having too much fun with this. All right. Next next, next matchup. Nikki Bella versus Kevin Owens. Uh, yet another landslide, which I don't really understand. I think Nikki deserves more love, but uh, Kevin Owens defeated her handily 79%. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Nikki Bella, um, one of the last Divas champions, longest reigning Divas champion. Um, someone who, if you ask Nikki Bella, started the women's revolution. Who knows? Um, right, it, right. It seems I mean, to be a lot of, but um, it's a you know, I I think yeah. In terms of Kevin Owens and Nikki Bella, I think there's way more of a discussion to be had about who's on who. But you know, people love Kevin Owens. He's, he's a great guy. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about him more a little bit later. Uh, next uh match. This was. The upset, I think, of the tournament so far. The I Miz think so too, because I did not expect the Miz to win. <laughs> I did not expect it either, even though we both voted for him. <laughs> I one hundred percent voted for the Miz. Uh, the Miz, Be- Becky Lynch. It's the closest matchup we've had so far. Fifty-four uh, percent for for the Miz, forty-six for Becky Lynch. Just no, squeaking it out, you know. You know what? Like, let's keep it a honey here. Like Becky, for most of the decade, was not that hot, you know. And I agree with anyone who voted Miz here. It's it's really you know. I get it. You know, you, you got to go with that. The Miz is main event at WrestleMania. The Miz has won WWE Championship, seven-time Intercontinental Champion, multiple-time Tag Team Champion. Becky Lynch, one of her, one of the only of the contemporaries who did not win the NXT Women's Championship. But I mean, when you look at Becky Lynch and what she's done, she's become arguably the favorite out of. She's to me, she's like out of the four horsewomen. She kind of stands on top right now. Yeah, right um, now, but but the thing about the four horsewomen is that they switch positions so much. Oh like, yeah, there's, no, there's never been like a definitive one. Like at one point it was Sasha, one point it was Bailey, one point it, like Becky's got the juice right now, and yeah. um, you know, I think a lot of people voted based on that. But I think mm-hmm. if you look at the whole ten years, I mean, begrudgingly, I have to admit, like the, the Miz got it right. Uh, next, <laughs> next, next match. match. I mean, you got something to say about this? I bet you do. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. I uh, love it. It was a little preview of Fastlane. Like, who, that what was supposed been? to be what could have been what could have been maybe so uh, daniel bryan blew him the fuck out uh 81 percent of people voted daniel bryan and, and but the thing is that's weird about this is that people voted t- to me correctly on this but they didn't really vote the becky lynch thing correctly it was like kofi's hot right now but for the for most of the decade he was just a tag he was a tag guy yeah you know? and I, I really think you're evil for even putting him in here, but not like E or anybody else, <laughs> because just of where, where he is right now. I mean, good E. I mean, Kofi Kingston has been. I mean, if, if there's any uh, representative of the New Day who probably should be on this list, I definitely choose Kofi Kingston, the guy who's. I mean, you the the accomplishments speak for itself. The tenure speaks for itself, and and just what he's doing right now kind of speaks for itself as well. So you know what? I think Kofi Kingston. He, he, he's got the eyes and the ears of the WWE Universe right now. Let's put him against Daniel Bryan and see really what everyone kind of thinks. Okay. And uh, they thought. 
Yeah, they they thought Brian. Uh, next match: Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory here. Roman Reigns. I mean, even just thinking about like where he is right now. 83% of people voted Roman Reigns, uh, 17% Shinsuke Nakamura. I, I mean, I'm not mad at that. I think Shinsuke, I mean, winning the Royal Rumble was a, a huge moment, obviously. Uh, but Roman did it too. <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think if Shinsuke would have won a, the title last year or even like year before, the year prior to that. Against gender. Yeah, against gender, I think this would have been a different conversation, and I think it probably would have um, it would have been different numbers for him. But I think with Shinsuke we have now, I think it's completely. I'm completely fine with that. Just being yeah. a big Shinsuke fan. I think if he decides to stay over the next decade, we could definitely see some more things. Uh, this next matchup was very evil. Uh, Oscar versus Dean Ambrose. Uh, mm-hmm. Another close match, though. Another close match. Closer uh, than most. Closer than most. Uh, Oscar won 59 for Oscar. I did vote her uh, to 41 Dean Ambrose. Um, I think it just goes to show like the the breadth of what Oscar has done in the decade. Right. Even though it's only, we're condensing this to three years, that three years to me is way bigger to, than what Dean Ambrose has done as a singles guy. Uh, period. I mean, it's a, she's one of the very few women to advance in this tournament, and the, and pr- the only one to really advance against a man. Right. So, uh, I mean, big props to Oscar. I think Oscar is definitely a talent. She's a once in a life once in a lifetime talent. I would say she's she's kind of got it all. Um, and you know, current WWE SmackDown Women's Champion, and you know, she be, she beat the WWE champ, former WWE Champion Dean Ambrose, member of the Shield. Remember some guy who we'll, I guess we'll talk about later in the show. Yeah, we'll talk about him later in the show. Uh, let's let's speed through these last ones. Uh, Neville versus Rey Mysterio, Battle of the High Flyers. I love this matchup. Uh, Rey Mysterio won with seventy five percent of the votes. Um, Rey Mysterio had a very quiet decade, but I feel like these two these two are people who had very like quiet decades. Also, I think mm-hmm. Neville kind of debuted and he was really like a, a hot tag guy or like a, a guy that they sent out to have really great matches with people like Seth Rollins. But when he really came into his own a uh, year and a half ago as, as the uh, Cruiserweight champion and, you know, he's, he's not here anymore and he's also not here in the tournament anymore either. Uh, after that, uh, we have AJ Styles versus or not, not AJ Styles. Sorry, AJ Lee versus Sasha Banks. Uh, Sasha whooped that ass, eighty one percent, just handedly. Just handedly. Hey, 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 that era's over. You better back up. It's <laughs> turn up. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really got nothing to say about this. It's Sasha oh, handedly. Are you serious? This next matchup? I thought it was gonna end up the other way. I'm shocked here. I, I told myself I wasn't gonna spoil this until I, I, I looked on the show. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Brock Lesnar. 52% of people voted Brock Lesnar, 48 for Charlotte. The tightest race of them all. This is the tightest race. Uh, you know what? I'm not mad at it. Uh, I, mean, I, I get it. I, I think I would have preferred Charlotte in this situation. Me too. But, but even though I voted, Lesnar, I, voted Brock, I voted Brock, though. I, I think I voted Charlotte. Um, I it's, a, it's interesting. It's very, very tight. I like, out of all the matchups on this, I like this the most just because it's like, yes, it's very evil. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like let's let's check the barometer and let's see, you know, Charlotte Flair, Brock Lesnar, who people re- let's get people really thinking and let's get people really invested in this tournament. Who's going to actually win? And I think this being an extremely tight race certainly did that. Uh, in the last matchup uh, to advance to round two, Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor handedly whooped that whooped that ass eighty one percent. Finn Balor is a you know, he's a huge fan favorite. It's not hard to see why people chose him. People really, really love um, Finn Balor. Right? And I think even just looking at what he's done with NXT, he put the he put the brand on the map. 
to be right. honest. And, uh, you know, even through, through before the women, you know, started their own thing, it was Finn Balor that was kind of, you know, topping the shows off. Then when he got here, uh, became universal champion in his first pay-per-view on, on, on the main roster. Of course, he did have to drop it. But since then, I think, you know, the fan support never went away. And I think, you know, we've all been waiting for him to have this moment. I know in particular I have. And, he, and he's here now. And I think a lot of people voted based on that. Boom. There we go, man. All right, so uh, round two, Mills. Round two will begin next week, Monday. Once again, it will be from Monday to Wednesday. It is the last of the voting part of this yes. entire tournament. Um, from there on out, I think I will definitely put out a fillable bracket for everyone to just fill out and just have some fun with. Uh, I see, you know, shout out to Stack Guy Greg for filling out his sheet just way before everybody else with some very interesting picks. I mean, I'm not mad at it at all. He's someone who, you know, whose opinion I definitely covered when it comes to this sort of information. But next week we're going to have a definitely second round CM Punk versus Chris Jericho, Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins, John Cena versus AJ Styles, Triple H versus Kevin Owens, The Miz versus Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns versus Asuka, Rey Mysterio versus Sasha Banks and Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. So, I mean, that's a, that's a, any of those could sell out. (laughs) (laughs) Even the intergender one. (laughs) Sell out the AT&T stadium or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That's a mania card. Shit. It's, it's, it's one hell of a mania card. So, um, yeah, we're definitely, we're going to get into it this next round of the tournament and, you know, we're interested to see. So make sure you keep voting, make sure you keep sharing and make sure you just keep, you know, staying invested and listen to the A show. We got more content coming down the pipeline. Absolutely. And we're going to get right into No Holds Barred. Uh, first off, with some bad news, um, King Kong Bundy passed away this week. Uh, very, very big loss. King Kong Bundy, a, a damn legend. Yeah. In, in here. Uh, once again, like he comes from an era of kind of like the, the, the grand spectacle of it. But even more than that, I think people kind of mislabel him as a, as a hoss type wrestler. But this guy was... To you know the matches that I've seen, and even just the stuff that I've seen this week, like he was way more than that. Like he could pretty much work a lot of different styles, and uh, it, it sucks that we're we're losing a lot of the guys who really captivated fans. And you know, during a time where it's like you know a lot of like the grand uh, characterization types things, they don't really work today. Like right. the Bray White, the Bray Whites and stuff like that, they don't super, they don't really like super super work like they did back then. But King Kong Bundy and, and you know everything that he did, it, it worked. You know, um, at that at that time and. You know, it really sucks. You know, we're losing a lot of the the legends here. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's a. I, I wasn't very familiar with him outside of just like video games and just like his name alone. But yeah, the, the wrestling world really lost another legend this week in King Kong Bundy. So R.I.P. to King Kong Bundy. You know, my condolences to his family and everyone who's just you know, just you know, dealing with the situation that as it is. Uh, next up, Tori Wilson. Uh, is going to the WWE Hall of Fame. She was announced this week. Um, of course, the internet is unhappy for some strange reason. Uh, sure. I mean, I think, you know what, the, and I'm not caping for the reason why they're unhappy, but they're definitely unhappy because they're like, there's probably a ton of wrestlers that they could have chosen that could go before Tori Wilson. But I think people underestimate how popular Tori Wilson actually was. And she was insanely popular. Even in WCW. T- yeah, in the, at the tail end of WCW and even going into the WWE. And she was really kind of just like, um, you know, one of the most, like, in terms of just like back then, one of the most downloaded women on the internet by mm-hmm. far. 
and 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 really after that sort of sable era it was more and yes she for a majority of her was use eye candy but at the same time she still is athletic she still went in and tried to you know do the best she can in matches and she was oh like she's incredibly old you go back to those smackdowns and you don't see people on their you know on sitting on their hands when the tory wilson matches there um they're really doing a lot of things so you know i could see why they complain but i'm not really buying it like tory wilson is a is a damn legend her damn daddy died for this shit, man. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, like, once again, like the th- same thing I said about China, uh, you know, and I, I still feel this this way. Like the, the Hall of Fame is like it's literally a it's like a fake Hall of Fame. Like it means something to the performers, but it's like for us to like really invest a lot of emotional time into this, right. it's really like disingenuous it's like listen like they're gonna pick who they want to pick for the reason that they want to pick them when they want to pick them it's literally like a storyline this that's all it is like it's just i mean and then we'll again next year we'll have a whole new batch of people so it's really not something to kind of just sit down and, and just really you know hold your hand. and and this year believe it or not one of the first years bringing two women into the hall of fame i mean i think I think that's applause worthy, and I think that's something that should happen a lot more often. So you know what, Hall of Fame happening Saturday, I, I believe April sixth. Uh, it's the sixth. Yeah, April sixth. Um, I will not be going. I will probably just stream it or whatever is going on on on, the, on that Saturday night. But you know what, major props to Tori Wilson for going in. She she deserves. Absolutely. Um, next up, WrestleMania thirty six is announced uh, to be taking place in Tampa. Good old Tampa, Tampa, Florida is, is that the home of AEW location? Let me, uh, no, it's Jacksonville. Oh, but, uh, I this bet AEW feels like they're in their they're right in our backyard. Fuck out of here! They're gonna do it right <laughs> a tank right up to the the Tampa Center or whatever the fuck it's called. It's uh, uh the Ra- it's gonna be held at Raymond James Stadium. <laughs> the Raymond James Stadium. Yeah, I have no clue who that is. <laughs> I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. Raymond uh, James. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So, I mean, Tampa, in my opinion, not the most attractive place to have it, but I think it, it'll be a lot easier for people, like, uh, for a lot of people to kind of meet up. I, I think Mills, are you, we should go. We should go. We should year. go. Yeah, why not? I mean, you know, we should go. Like, let's I would have gone this year. Out. If I could have get tickets, yeah, I would have gone this year. Well, but, you well, know, well, let's get like the, let's get like our location out. Um, let, let's, let's figure out where we're going to stay. Let's get our tickets. Let's worry about tickets after that. I think we'll, we'll be able to kind of finesse some things. As far Ray, as Raymond goes. James Stadium, also known as Ray J, if you'd like to. <laughs> Wait a minute. Just one the, wish, the One just, Wish Stadium? The One Wish Stadium, baby. If, if you would just like. Indoor kind of pool, con- outdoor pool stadium? <laughs> Yo. All of it, baby. Charlemagne, are we live? Concessions? <laughs> this is it. Oh, my God. Listen. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It uh, will. <laughs> it, 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 it'll be it'll be cool. I, I think we should go though, for sure. I think we should go. Yeah, why not? You know, uh, other things that got announced. Uh, Wale Mania got announced for April fourth. Shout out to our, our good friend Wale and as well as Kazim and Emilio from Russell Rap. They will be having special guests there, uh, including uh, Leo Rush and uh, Smoke Dizza will be there. And uh, the guy that does those Russell and Flow songs. Have you heard? Have you heard this his shit? I haven't heard much of it, but I'm sure I'll hear it um, at Wale Mania. I'm yeah, for sure. 
Mill, Mills, well, you'll you'll be in attendance. I'm I'm ninety eight percent sure. Unless you're too busy to go, you're gonna. Be I listen. I might I might you know I might sneak a wire in and try to interview some people while I'm there. You won't even have to do that because <laughs> our good friends at Russell Rap, they're like our cousins. They will definitely give you whatever you need. And if you need more information on this, the tickets go on sale, I believe, on Friday. But you should follow at Real Life Cast uh, for more information on Wale Mania Five or Wale, quite frankly. <laughs> I, I don't know what you'll get if you ask if you tweet him. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Uh, well, you know. I troll I troll Wale on Twitter all the time. Uh and he's always like, What? He's like, what the fuck? He'll text me like, what does this mean? And I'm like, man. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? So I'm just trolling you. Well, You're listen. a troll. He's a troll. He's like a food account now. He's not even like a that's his gimmick. Hey, listen, follow one of them and and get your tickets. Um, um also it, it's a great way to kick off Mania weekend in New York City. Also um Kaz did the he came back to the Russell Rap podcast. If you haven't heard that, definitely check out the Russell Rap podcast on iTunes. Um he came back to talk about some of his experiences as a WWE writer. Um as you guys know, he will be on the A show very very soon. Um we will tell you the date when we uh, lock it in, but you should definitely go out and listen to that if you haven't already. Very very great episode. Do not read like the Reddit description. You have to hear it from the from the guy's mouth. Uh, he talks about a really a lot of really cool stories, right, um, right. and a lot of stories that I you know I've been privy of, of being able to like be there as it happened, and just to hear him be able to talk about it now is um, is amazing. And he's got he's got way more stories, so I, I think that that's going to be tremendous. I'm hoping he saves some for us so we can get a we can get a Reddit post. <laughs> yeah, I mean, quite frankly, right? We can get yeah. a sort of we can get we can get the big questioning of why you know. You know, people you know are doing what, what and, they're doing. And you know what, man? I know you probably saw it, Mills. You don't usually I did see get, it. You don't usually get into a lot of the stuff that I do. I, I definitely I, I, don't. <laughs> I did get into it a little bit with Bix uh on Sundays. Uh shout out to Bix. He he did hit me up uh, on the side and we did we did hash out the issues that we had. We did talk about it. Uh not even worth talking about it was. Um, of course, I'm gonna I, even if it was you, uh, Mills. I'm gonna ride for anybody that you know is in this business and loves this industry and and you know does this from the heart. Um, and this is Kaz, you know Kaz is somebody that did it you know for almost a year, and I, I don't take any type of slander, even if it's just a little bit. You know that's just the way that I do it. But right. you know, shout out, shout out to Bix, um, who did clarify you know the issue that we had, and you know it's all good. I, he, he's. He's a he's a interesting guy as far as the shit that he writes about. But I think as far as just him as the guy, he is he is a solid guy. So one hundred percent. Yeah. Shout, shout out to him. Uh, next up, this is a big one actually. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa uh, has been is injured. He has a neck injury. This is something that we uh, we feared for a long time after his match with the Bar uh, two weeks ago. He did not appear on TV after that match. Uh, he is out of NXT Takeover New York uh, next month. They are currently, I have no clue what they're going to do here, but apparently he has to get neck surgery. Uh, he, I think they said, they said, they stated today that either tomorrow or today he got it. Um, um, so we don't know the actual recovery time. I haven't watched NXT yet. I don't know if they've addressed it. I mean, um, I'm watching it now. Actually, it's pretty surprising because Mustache Mountain just gave Street Profits the match of their life. But um, <laughs> it's uh, I, I don't I don't think they've announced it on the NX. Yeah, actually, I didn't watch the first 13 minutes. So maybe in the first 13 minutes, I would imagine. But, you know, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. I, I, we, at, at the moment, uh, we, we have not um, we, we haven't seen or, or heard what they're going to do. They are there are NXT tapings next week that will take them all the way up to take over. Uh, so you're looking at about maybe three tapings, maybe two or three tapings next week. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what they do there. But I 
I mean, we've talked about this a lot on the show. The Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. If you don't want to hear spoilers, uh, skip for maybe two, three minutes. I'm not sure yet. But, you know, this was going to end with them having their finally having their blow off match in New York. Uh, the last taping that I believe will air next week will be the the turn of Johnny Gargano on Champa, uh, leading to this match. I don't know what they do now. Uh, do they even air that segment? I, I think like it's like two that like you can't. Even I mean, just I mean at this point, it's like you know. I I think me and you are we feel the same in that. Um, just let's just call Johnny up. Yeah, like, just it, let's get him out of there. Wrap it up. Come on, yeah, let's. This, uh, just call it up. There's um, no, there's no point. His entire, you know, his entire tether for literally his entire NXT tenure has been Tommaso Ciampa, right? And he is no longer there. Um, let's call him up. Let's get him out of there. Let's wrap this up. Like look, look, there, there are plenty of other stars. That I'm sure they'll handle it in a very cool way, and we'll see this a great NXT Championship match at NXT Takeover Brooklyn or New York rather. Yeah. Um, so you know. Let's wrap it up. Come up to the main roster. Let's get him in the match at Mania. Let's let's do something. Let's just do something. You know. Yeah. There's no. <clears throat> there's there's really no nothing for him there. I I don't want him to get like. There, there's really no one to even have him put over. He's put over almost everyone on the roster there as well. It's like, I I don't think. And the one thing NXT does do well is that they like they're they're they kind of split the generations off. Where it's like you're not gonna see Alistair going after Riddle because that they're like two different classes. You know, it's like they you know Riddle's coming up. Alistair wouldn't go back down to to face him. There's stuff like that, and um, the, I don't want to see Riddle Gargano right now. Like Riddle's got to get his own thing. Like don't get tied up in that. You know, like so, shit like that. It's like. There's a new class of NXT that's coming up, and I'm I'm very glad to see these new guys, and they need to just move all of the old the old guard out. I think Johnny just needs to get called up. Very unfortunate for Champa, but very also like hilarious that they've stretched this storyline out so fucking long, they can't even blow it off correctly. <laughs> no, multiple major injuries, at least three major injuries in the ma- in the course of this damn feud. Um, yeah, the first injury, the second injury, the third injury. Like it's a, it's an unfortunate situation. But you know, here we are. I mean, they had their third match by all intents and means. NXT, whatever that happened at Survivor Series. I mean, they had their match. I mean, yeah, it's over. Let's let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. You can do it on a main roster, maybe one day. Um, yeah. Oh boy, I don't even know if I want that. Um, <clears throat> so let's move on to. I think you WWE forgot. The, I think you forgot the yeah. big announcement. What's the big announcement? We're, we're Mania. Oh, wait. We did talk about that. Ooh. Yeah, we did talk about Mania. Yeah, My brain did. is on Kurt Angle right now. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Listen. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, let's go on to WWE Fastlane. Our predictions for this show. Um, Fastlane, not a hot show to me. Uh, I'd say it might be a sneaky good show. It might be a sneaky good show. The card isn't bad. I, I don't think the card is bad. I just think it, we're at the we're at that level where it's like just get to the fuck, just get the mania. You know, like mania, just, it, it could be a sneaky good show. I'm not mad at it. everything from the pre-show on. Looks potentially great. We shall, <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> uh, so uh, starting off on this show, uh, Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. They're on the pre-show. Uh, they have been wrestling for the past two months, I believe, uh, on SmackDown. Um, it looks as though to me they're going with the they're going to fight until they eventually respect each other angle just based off of what they've been doing on the shows lately where they're trying to run out and outdo each other on the U.S. title uh, open challenges. Uh, one thing I do note that uh, even on SmackDown this week when uh, Andrade got pinned uh, by Joe for the U.S. title, uh, Rey Mysterio was pinned uh, the week before. 
Right. So I, I, I say that they, I, I love that they, they did that just to kind of shut out all, uh, all predictions that they would be going for that title. Right. So I, I think that this pretty much, this will probably be their last match. And I do think that the story, you don't think we, this extends to mania. I don't think this extends to mania. I think if anything, this becomes a tag team and they, but they win the tag team titles. Mm. Which would oh. be it would be fire to me. I, I think they'd be a really great tag team. I, I think by hook or by crook, they want Andrade to be a face. And I think even now he's doing like, you know, he's just a cocky heel right now. But I think that, you know, him wanting to take over, like storyline wise, him wanting to kind of replace Ray will end up, you know, having him learn under Ray. So right. I think it's going to happen. Oh, my God. Uh, well, but I, th- yeah. I think Andrade wins this, though. I think Andrade wins this. I'm going to go with Rey Mysterio, actually. I feel like Rey Mysterio is due for a win uh, in this type of deal. So I'm going to go with Rey Mysterio. All right. So we're split. We're split. Uh, next up, uh, the Usos versus Shane McMahon and The Miz for the WWE SmackDown Live tag titles. Could this be the beginning of the Usos swan song in the WWE? I asked this question last month, and they won the fucking titles. Uh, <laughs> what about now? Um. Nah, well, nah. You nah. still, you still in denial? You think they're not leaving? No, nah, I don't think they're leaving. No, we'll see. We'll, where will we'll they go? See. I, I mean, AEW. That's where they go. Oh yeah, I guess they can, they can um, square up on cops <laughs> for sure. Um, Shane McMahon and The Miz versus The Usos. Interesting little bout. Um, The Miz's face run. I'm not, you know. It's interesting just to know that he's at his all his full powers when he is a heel, but as a face, he's kind of like this. Like he's a good face. He's a good face, but he's kind of just like you know, run of the mill white guy. You know, he's wow. Like, I you know we are differing here. This is crazy. I think Miz is actually uh, grown into becoming a really good face. I remember when he was you know the first time he kind of became a big baby face doing the Ric Flair stuff. Yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, that was absolutely dreadful. Well, I but, felt like they didn't have confidence in him that he was a face, and that's why they tried to put Ric Flair around him to make you know make sure and you know inherit the figure four, all this other stuff. I feel like they didn't have that. But, you know, Miss has, I mean, he has he certainly has his moments. He's very like a corny guy um, yeah, as a naturally. face. Yeah, naturally. I mean, well, okay, well, yes, <laughs> but um, you know, it is uh, it is. I'm interested in see kind of where this ends up. They, I feel like. They were building up a storyline. They took the week off last week, and it kind of like now it's kind of like where are we going with this again? Um, but I think the Usos will definitely retain. Yeah, I, I think they're going to retain here. I, I I do think that the uh, um, the the story here is Miz versus Shane. I think that's going to be the match. Um, I just wonder how we're going to get there. I'm going to also say the Usos retain, and I, I do think that if they're not facing some NXT guys at Mania, it's going to be uh, Andrade and Ray. Um, at Mania or or a big tag or a big tag team uh, scramble match. Interesting. Okay. Uh, next up, speaking of NXT guys, uh, the Revival versus Aleister Black and Ricochet versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode for the WWE Raw Tag Titles. Uh, before we get to the predictions, Mills, what are your thoughts on Aleister and Ricochet's first month on the main roster? Uh, what roster do you think they're gonna they're gonna end up on? Like, how do you think they've been presented since the since the first time they they appeared? You know, I think WWE is doing this great thing where you kind of get your bang for your buck because you have to promote these two WWE stars and they're both incredible in their own right. Even as solo stars, but even presenting them as a tag team, they still kind of light up the screen. And they also add a lot to the tag team division. I mean, they're they're doing this, you know, situation where the the tag teams on both rosters aren't happy with rookies kind of, you know, taking their taking their shine and it's adding a, a light to the tag team division. I think they're doing incredible. 
I think they're, you know, they're really nailing everything. Wow, this episode of NXT is going long. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's literally nine o'clock and it's still on. Um, but you know, I think they're really, really doing well in terms of what roster they end up on. I think we could see them on separate rosters. Um, um I. I think the way that they're positioning them, I would see them both on Raw right now. I, I think they out they need a uh, they need a kind of out of this world character. They need two of them, and I think that they both fulfill that slot. And they just they just look like they belong, man. Like they look like they really fucking belong here every single week, and they're having they're having fresh matches. I just think the fact that the, the, the matches are so fresh really makes it even more exciting. And I, and I think they're just main roster ready. Like I, I know Ricochet has only been there, what, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. But remember, we always said he wasn't going to be there long. Right. So I'm, we're not even surprised. You know, I'm not even surprised he's, that he's not, you know, he's not going to be there that long. But in terms of the storyline they have with the, the Raw tag, uh, tag team situation, I think this is a match to basically wipe the uh, Chad Gable, Bobby Roode thing uh, out. I think that, either Chad or Bobby will take the pinfall here just to keep Alistair and Ricochet uh, relatively strong uh, to lead to a revival uh, feud going into Mania, which, which should happen. I, I, think, I think that the best first thing, and, and honestly, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say this right now. I think other than like Finn, this has been like the best call-up they've ever done. Right. As far as NXT guys. I, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say that. This has been the best call-up. They, they've kept them strong. They've kept their characters. They've made them look like fucking stars. And they've protected these guys. And I think that is so fucking important. Like, look at what they're doing with EC3. And, and I think doing with these guys. And I think with the position of them calling up right kind of before Mania, they're doing the best that they can without really sacrificing anything else. Because I'm pretty sure WrestleMania plans are all planned out. They're kind of just getting in these guys where they could fit in. Um in terms of, I think with this, this Tommaso Ciampa news, just running back for a real second, yeah. NXT is going 90 minutes this week. And I think they've added in that uh, Ciampa in, 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 in the DIY versus Undisputed Era match. It's very interesting. In terms oh, of that, that was supposed to be the next episode. Yeah, because this one is going 90 minutes. It's going extra, extra long. Like, it's a. This they've had the two, yeah, they've had the two matches that they had before. Um, so this will be interesting to see where this kind of goes. Uh, oh wow! This is just announced. Uh, Jim Ross confirmed he'll, he'll, he's leaving WWE. Oh really? He wasn't gone just yet. Now. All right. Well, well, they remember they signed him on uh, just to do like special shows, like the May Young Classic and stuff like that. Uh, his his contract is up in March. Well, you know, uh, fuck him. We ball. That's this is the one situation where I agree with you. Yeah, fuck him. We. Uh, he, he. I don't think they needed to sign him back anyway. I, I think let him go wherever. He's like sixty seven. Well, I think old. the way he. The initial time was kind of not his fault and they kind of was just doing it right especially after you know his wife died and things like that but yeah i think it's i think we're ready to move on i think jim ross you know what a crazy episode we should do these episodes like, we try and do them early so we can catch all this news as it happens <laughs> very true uh oh wait, but what was i saying yeah uh i i do think that uh the revival will retain and i think we're going to see alistair and ricochet right at wrestlemania and i think that's well deserved for both of these guys they carry the nxt brand um, I, I just, you know, wonder when they break off, uh, where does Alistair go? Where does Ricochet go as far as their characters? I think Alistair would really work as a really good heel. And I think Ricochet would, would work very well against some of the top guys as a, as a face. I think he's better than Neville. And I hope they don't slot him at a Neville place where he's just kind of taking offense and winning, you know, kind of cheesily. I think mm. he's strong enough to win on his own and, and hold, some, hold some gold uh, in the main roster. So we'll see. Yeah, they don't seem to have the size thing with Ricochet, so I think he's going to, you know, 
I think he, I think they'll keep him strong. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna do well. Um, well, who do you think is gonna win? You think Revival's gonna gonna retain? Um, I don't think they gave it to the NXT guys yet. And Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, they don't even be on TV like that. But I mean, what if they gave it to that? But you know what? I don't think they give it to the NXT guys because then they lose this this tournament match. I mean, oh, sorry, spoilers. Shit. Um. Well, I mean, they they don't lose. I I mean, fuck it, fuck the spoilers. I mean, everything's blowing up at this point. They they're going to face the War Raiders, essentially. I think. Right. Not the they War have, Raiders. They have, they have one more match, so they're facing the Forgotten Sons. They have one more match. Yes, they're facing the Forgotten Sons. So yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that. I mean, I would I would like it if Alistair Black and Ricochet won. Um, I'm gonna go with the revival. Cool. I'm cool. gonna go with the revival, and then Chad Gable and Bobby Roode really turning up on Alistair Black and Ricochet. In terms of getting their heel thing kind of really off. And then getting that ass slapped. And then the NXT guys go to WrestleMania and win the titles, which is my dream. Uh, next up, a lot of tag team, tag team matches on the show. Um, the Boston Hug Connection versus Nia Jax and Tamina for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Their first, uh, their first defenses of these titles. Um, I have no care in the world for this match. Gun- not going to even hold you, Chief. I think they're going to retain... Mm-hmm. I, I, whatever. I couldn't give a, I couldn't give a fuck less about uh, Nia Jackson Tamina. I agree. So here's the thing, though. To me, this is, you know, this is a monumental match because it's really the first title defense, and this is really the first kind of look at a women's tag team division and taking it kind of seriously. And we've seen women tag team matches before, but they've kind of just seemed like, oh, let's throw this girl and this girl together. And the, now n- these are official tag teams with a championship. With something they're vying on, they're going one on one against each other. So I think this match has kind of high stakes, and I think it's up to them to kind of deliver, especially with you know um, Sasha and 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 Be- and Bailey have been like shadowing the revival for the last like five weeks on Instagram. Yeah. So it's like you know I think this is the time for them to deliver. Well, you know, I hope it's good. I hope it's good, but with the parties in this match, I don't have high hopes. Um, I'm just going to say the Boston Hill connection will probably retain. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, next match, uh, as we saw on Raw this week, uh, the Shield is back again. <laughs> One, they're, they're, they're labeling this as the last time ever uh, because of the in, in pro- possibility that Dean Ambrose might be leaving. The, the big question here and, and the many questions leading into WrestleMania for a, a show that only has two matches announced in the card so far um, is – Will uh, Will Dean Ambrose leave or stay? And um, I think this week they're they're kind of uh, hedging all their bets here. They're just going to do the Shield reunion here and not even worry about it at WrestleMania, which is smart. Uh, and then they're going to have them going against Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, Mills, do you believe this is going to be the last time ever, or do you think Dean will come back in a couple of years? I mean, I'm sure he'd be back, but yeah, for the for now, this is the last time. This is the last ride. This was this is it. And I'm not, you know. I love the Shield. I think everyone loves the Shield. I think, you know, six-man tag team matches are their forte. They're up against three big dudes. They've kind of made this entire thing important. This has gone on way longer than anyone has anticipated. Um, This is the return. Like, literally, since before Roman went out, he's been fighting Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley. Like, (laughs) um, and, and Drew McIntyre. So it's kind of like... I would assume this is kind of the blow off, but we, also we this see. has been the most pro, it's been the most prolonged reunion because I mean remember the first time the reunion happened, uh, 2016, Dean, yeah, Dean, Dean got hurt, 
And then the second time the reunion happened, Roman, you know, had to go out, unfortunately. And, you know, I, I think at this point, they're like, are you hitting that Seth is going to? No, I hope, I pray to God, no. Something of Seth is going to explode and he's not going to make it to this match? I pray, let, let's, let us pray that that doesn't happen. That's just because, that. we're, because if that happens, we're definitely getting Roman and Brock again. <laughs> oh my God. I hope not. I really hope not. Uh, that, that would, that would be my, that would be, that would kill many out of me. Right. Honestly. Uh, but yeah, I think the Shield, they're going to win in, in uh, tremendous fashion here. Uh, it's going to be Roman's first match back. This is going to be great because uh, even if Roman isn't ready to go for like a full 20 minutes yet, they can hide him for the hot tag and just have him win. So I think that's what's going to happen. Right. I, th- uh, I agree. Uh, next up, uh, Asuka, Asuka, sorry, what the fuck, uh, versus Mandy Rose for the WWE SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Um, yeah, this is, I don't think there's, this is pro, this is a, pretty easy to predict i don't think oscar's going to lose in her first or second defense of the title um but what do you think oscar's mania program is a lot of people are saying it's going to be Lacey evans um i as as the weeks go on i'm more inclined to believe this uh i would love i would have loved it if it was like someone like natalia that's a big match that's like never been done before uh but you know what do you think And is there an option for none of the above? Like at this point, like I kind of even don't want to see not Natalia. I would be more intrigued with. Um, I think Lacey Evans definitely has an athletic upside that is um, not paid attention to enough, but also Lacey Evans is kind of Lacey Evans. And I don't really like Lacey Evans like that. Um, But I do, I do believe she has an athletic upside that is incredible. And I think she has to, you know, the physique and she has the skills that will make her eventually a contender in the ring. Um, but what they're doing with her now is interesting. But in terms of Oscar versus Mandy Rose, I'm interested in, this is Mandy Rose's first title opportunity. This right. is kind of her first, like, you know, major, I mean, not her first major program, but I think this is her first major in-ring program. Um, I'm interested in she'll sort of deliver. I think she's still got a lot, a lot, a lot of way to go in terms of just improving in the ring and really getting it. But, we could see the first steps on it and we could see if, you know, if she is very, if she's champion worthy after all. Yeah. Uh, I do think it might be Lacey. I, I just don't see anyone else right now. I don't, I don't, and if they do, it just makes it too complicated. If they move another woman over from another show, I think it's, it's, oh, it's, it'll confuse a lot of people too much. Like it's like, we already have Becky and Charlotte now caring about the raw women's title more than they cared about the title that like they could literally just go back and, challenge for yeah. <laughs> but, um i i mean natalia going to smackdown would be you know it'd be cool i guess but i, I don't think it's it's necessary even though I'd, I'd like to see it but oscar really needs kind of like a big big match and i don't think a, i don't think a multi-man or multi-woman match works for her i do think it really sucks that it can't be charlotte this year uh but i do think we'll get it because they have been doing the shows on uh on the uh house shows and I think that honestly, after if Becky wins at WrestleMania, I think Charlotte will go back to, to uh, SmackDown and that will be the match for Oscar. You know what? I would like to say that, but then there's also the shakeup coming up. I could definitely see both Charlotte and Becky moving to the uh, get them away from each other <laughs> to the raw roster. To be honest with you, I mean, I could see them both moving to the raw roster. I'm just, you know, I'm not even going to lie about it. I could see them both. SmackDown will get who they get. Probably you know, Lux Bliss again or something, but you know, get it's, them away from each other. Yeah, please God. Uh, speaking of them, <laughs> the next match: uh, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. If Becky wins, she gets added to the title match at WrestleMania. Um, do, 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 my, here's my thing. Here's my thing. 
Did anyone forget that Becky Lynch won the Royal Rumble? I did. I 100% did. Because why the, none of this she, made sense. Why is she having this match? <laughs> why, I don't why, know. Why is she having this match? She won the Royal Rumble. Let her, her number one contendership should never go away. Like, yeah. When she got reinstated, she should just get it back. I, I 100% agree. So like, it's Ronda, kind of, Ronda on Monday walked into the fucking ring, grabbed the belt back, and she was champion again. Just like that. Why can't Becky just be like, I'm, I'm, I'm not hurt. Clearly, I wasn't hurt. You suspended me the moment I said that I, I apologized. And it, it, this, this has been booked so haphazardly that it's like, remember when we were, we were kind of iffy about it at first, and then it, it kind of came back? And now, to me, I lost it again. I lost the plot again. I was you like, know, you could go ahead. I, I think they lost the plot mainly because it's, they don't really, they're trying to fill time. And don't really know what to do. Like they, they're, they're, they're obviously have to fill 12, 13 weeks between Mania and keep this kind of feud going with these three parties. But they're not sure what to do. They're trying to keep Becky off TV so she doesn't lose too often. And then they're doing this crazy injury angle where she keeps coming back even though she shouldn't be coming back. Like it's a she, lot of different. Well, not only that, she keeps coming back and getting her ass whipped. Yeah, so it's kind of a it's a very interesting sort of scenario that we've got going on. I don't agree with it, but here we are. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. I guess I got to go Becky. I feel like you know it seems to be the only way. Even though she, yeah, she did win the Royal Rumble and she should be the number one contender no matter what. But I think that says more about the legitimacy of the Royal Rumble than it does say about Becky Lynch. To be honest with you, I mean Seth still gets hit, you know. Stuff still, still gets. But the McMahon's didn't just say like, no, no, you guys aren't gonna win. The, <laughs> the Vince McMahon just said, you, I, I'm assuming now Vince McMahon at any time could say, you know what, Seth Rollins, you didn't really earn it. Like he's he's done this at least twice in the last couple of weeks. Like Vince McMahon has come out very on his top two matches. He did it. <laughs> his top two. You matches, know what? The top two matches on this on this very pay per view. He did it. This ain't hitting. This ain't hitting the way I like it. Let's switch things up a bit. Yeah. Like, you know, one of those type of deals. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch, I, I don't think the two could. Mm, you know what? I don't want to say that. I don't want to say they can't have a bad match because. Uh, they can't, but now this match has become, becomes Becky fighting from from under. And I think this is going to be the, the official way that they do this. But it's like Becky fighting from under with her hurt arm who and, and her hurt leg. Uh and essentially, it's it's just going to be pretty much uh, uh, the, Charlotte on top for most of the match, and I think there's going to be some chicanery around Ronda or something like that. I think Ronda right. might, you know, Ronda who is, I guess, a heel now, mm-hmm. uh, and and everyone doing you know that that sort of thing. I, I just think that the storyline it, it's it's lost me. It's it's really lost me at this point. It's an, this is another match or another situation where it's like, just get to the fucking main event here. I, I think that you, they they've lost it very very much uh, in the in the past month and a half here, and I, I just think this it's just ridiculous. I, I thought the the mania moment was a fucking spectacular moment, and now it, to me it doesn't really mean anything. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I I try and stay very optimistic about a lot of things, and I'm I can't be optimistic about this as a top program. It just it doesn't work for me right now. No, it's not you're right. In the same way, and you know, even on the upside, like uh, if people if people forgot that Seth is going after Brock, like Brock hasn't even shown up for the past three weeks, and it's it's like this is going to be Seth's first match back uh, in a while <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, when is Brock coming back? Like when? I when they know, gonna... I, I'm guessing he'll probably be back in the last four rolls before before um before Mania, like he usually does. 
that's a big that's that's a big investment for WWE paying this man exactly parents at this point. It's it's just it's just very weird. Um, I I do I, I mean they should not overcomplicate the, the finish of this match. Becky to me also shouldn't be fucking beating Charlotte again. <laughs> that's my that's my issue with this fucking thing. It's like right. Charlotte's lost like four times in a row. Like Charlotte doesn't win anything, and I I think that the issue is. But the thing is, if you don't beat Charlotte here, you got to do some some bullshit where Ronda comes out and beats up both of them and they just put her in the match anyway. And it's like, what the fuck was this for? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of this. Uh, how can they... I don't know how they can stick the landing here. I I, I just... I mean, they, they stick the landing to me if they have Becky win at Mania. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. Agree. There you go. Uh... What I presume to be the main event on this show is probably going to be uh, Dan. No, Ryan. it's probably not. It's uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? <laughs> no, I think Charlotte and Becky's going oh. <laughs> closing. We'll see. Uh, Dan Bryan versus Kevin Owens for the WWE title. Uh, I think there's a lot of moving parts here. I do think the New Day will be involved in some in some way, shape, or form here. Yes, in this match, uh, and I also think Sami Zayn will probably be involved. This is just my prediction. Uh, will be involved in some way, shape, or form here as well. Ooh, interesting. I do not think Kevin Owens wins this. I think that Brian does win it. I think that the the story is Kofi Kingston going to Mania. Well, here's my thing. I think it's either Kofi Kingston going to Mania, or there's going to be a triple threat match with Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, and Daniel Bryan. I don't, um, I don't think they, I don't think they kick Owens out of the title picture just yet. If he would, if he loses this, they, they, like, that seems to be who they want to be the the number one face on the show. With AJ being on uh, kind of like more of a part time basis here, right? I think you know what I think it's a. I I, I don't know. It seems the the thing is, is like Kevin Owens is a face still kind of seems disingenuous. I think uh, after I think after this this episode. I absolutely believe him as a face. Okay. All right. Well, as long as you believe him as a face, but it's a, uh, that, you know. that opening promo, that opening promo was like, all right. Yeah. Okay. I, I see it now. Like there, there, I, it wiped away all doubts I had that he was going to uh, low blow Mustafa Ali at the end of the show. Right. You know what? It's a, uh, it's interesting to see how this kind of goes. Um, I do think, I don't know if Sami Zayn would, it would be great if Sami Zayn, you know, there's so many factors going into this. Um, this Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens thing, I do think Kofi Kingston gets involved some way. I think the bad thing would be for him to – I don't want to see this. I think we got a triple threat at Mania already, so I don't see this happening. Um, but I, I do would, think – I also wouldn't want Kofi, even though I don't think he's going to win at Mania, I don't want him to – if he does win, like I don't want it to be in a, tri- in a triple threat. You know, no, I don't want it to be in a triple threat. So I think it's we're going to get a finish. We're going to get some Schmaz finish. Um, and just Kofi Kingston's just going to come out at the end and be like, yo, I'm ready to take my... I think he he lays out Daniel Bryan or something. Like something along those lines. But Oh, you, think, you don't think he interferes? You think he comes up? No, I don't think he... It's not a face thing to interfere. I don't even think it's a Kofi thing to like interfere in this match. Like, he should, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, th- this this story has the potential to be overcomplicated as well, and I think they're getting there <laughs> with this. With like, they're now Mustafa Ali's back, <laughs> and this right. is another. This is another guy. That, this, this is what's making me think this is why there's going to be a multi man match because these are all men that are pinned Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so Kevin Owens has pinned him, Mustafa Ali's pinned him, Kofi's pinned him, 
four, fatal four way match. This is this is what's leading me to believe. Like the way they're booking it is that, like making me believe this. Uh, I mean, he's handily beat AJ, AJ Styles. Randy Orton seems to be going that way. These are the, all the guys that have pinned him, and I don't think these are just storylines that are being set up for the couple months after Mania. I think these are storylines that will be set up where it's like maybe we get a triple a triple threat between these three guys that determines who faces him, or something like that. Maybe on next Tuesday. Like I don't know, but these are all, like. From what I'm looking at, this it just looks like it's the it's the way they're gonna go. I think we just get cold. I mean, I'm just ready for. Uh, let's get to mania. But you gotta wrap up. You gotta wrap up those pinfalls he took. You gotta wrap those up. <sighs> and if he wins, if he wins on some bullshit with Kevin Owens, I don't think that I don't think they shoot him to the to the um out of the title picture. And I don't think they bring back Sami Zayn as a fucking heel. I think you know what I think. If they did that, that'd be just ridiculous. I, I would, I'd shoot on that. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't say I know because this is kind of just a very like, I don't know if they put that this much thought into this program. The WWE Championship has always kind of seemed like a subsidiary program for the last like year, maybe year and change. That I don't know if they're putting this much thought into like let's make sure that all the things align to make sure everything kind of goes in. I really do think this will be. I really do think this will be a match with a smart a smash finish, like some sort of maybe a DQ, maybe something. Um, that leaves Kevin Owens open for a rematch, right? I mean, and and I do think he'll get the rematch, um, or at least I think it'll end up being like a Kofi versus Kevin Owens type of deal. Of who gets the rematch, Ugh. and Mustafa, another guy that I, honestly I really do believe that it was going to be Mustafa in this Kofi position. Mm. I really do. Just the way that they 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 make the guy look, right? It's, it's just it's insane. Like just the shit that he, you know, just the even how they had him come back on on Tuesday. It was like they gave him the big uh, return at the end of the show. He he got the best of Rowan and uh, and Daniel Bryan. There's really no other places for Mustafa Ali to go, and they are positioning him as one of the top three faces on that show right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I listen. I completely agree with you. I do not think it should be a, a multi-man match, but I also think that it being a multi-man match will make it so that even if Kofi does not win the match, he can win it the next month, and it'll it'll still kind of resonate because he's been fucked over so much. This is true. You don't. You don't. You know, they, they don't really blow off a lot of things in Mania anymore. That's why I don't think people should think that, that that's going to happen. Hmm. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm still... Who, who do you think is going to win? Dave Bryan. Um, I think Dave Bryan's going to win. I think it's going to be a fuck finish. I, I really don't like the idea of pinning Kevin Owens right now. So I do agree that it should be a DQ, a DQ finish. Yeah. Knowing, knowing them, they'll probably pin him. But <laughs> I really don't like the idea. Now, if Kevin Owens wins... I, I don't know what to do anymore. I I, I toss my hands up with, with everything. Nah, I don't think they're gonna let him win. I don't think so. Listen, Daniel Bryan is too much of a Daniel Bryan. Stranger too, things have happened. Stranger things true. have happened. No one thought he was gonna win the Universal title when it happened. The WWE title. I mean, Universal. Uh, Kevin. Owens. Oh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yeah, but you know, it was, it was vacated. Like it's a. I think Daniel Bryan could definitely win this match. I don't know if I mean. Well, here's well, yes, Kevin Owens. It, I. Th- it just uh, it's it's, t- it's just tough. over it's overcomplicating. I feel like we're overcomplicating this very like that something that will end up. I feel like we're overcomplicating something, but I feel I feel like when it gets to Sunday, it's going to end up being very very simple. 
in yeah, terms of what happened. And that's fair. And I think we're overcomplicating it because there are a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And, and I think not, we're having an investment in kind of everybody and we don't want this to you know happen because of that. And then this guy to lose out on mania because of this. But I think, I think we'll, we'll end up getting at the end of the day, I do. I definitely think it'll be a Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston match. I don't know if it'll be a solo match. I don't know if they'll include Kevin Owens. I don't know if even they'll include Safa Ali, but I do know that we'll get Kofi Kingston with Kofi Mania versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And that's kind of how I'm looking at it for right now. To me, this is a pit stop on the way. Does the moment matter or the win matter to you more for Kofi? What do you mean? Does the moment of him going into WrestleMania to have his first WWE title match, does that moment matter to you than if he wins it or not? Um, I'd say both matter a lot to me, but I would probably say the moment matters a lot more than the bat and more than the win. I I a hundred percent agree with you because when I not to say that I don't want him, to, I absolutely want him to win. Oh, me, me too, me too. But I didn't want him to win at PZ ass fast lane. That's for damn sure. This is true. That's why I, I think the WWE smart. They 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 were think they were thinking on the same wavelength as me, and that's why they they paid the big bucks for this. But I think that the moment of him actually going into Mania and having a Mania title match mm-hmm. to me opens up more doors than just. Uh, you know, just him right. winning it and losing it the next month, right? And him having a slobber knocker of a match would, would be amazing. I, I think the moment to me matters just as much as the win does, if not more. And even if he, do, you know, if he does eventually win it, I, I really think that like that would that'd be big too. But I just don't think that there there are many matchups for him that are, um. To me, like they could, I mean, you know, this obviously is WWE, they can make anything work, but I just don't, I don't know if, like, I think the throw for Kofi is the chase, and then mm-hmm. the, win, the win will happen, and then it'll, it'll be like, then what? And I think it's the same, the same thing happened with uh, ROH uh, in Homicide. When he finally won the ROH title, it happened, and that moment happened, and then it was like, then what? And he, won, he lost the title in like two months, <laughs> you know, and it was just like, oh, it's back to normal. Let's <laughs> not, let's. I don't want to. I just want to ask. I just want to ask that question. I just want to ask that question. That's I don't want to look too far on this thing. I just want to ask that question. That's all. But uh, yeah, that's that's fast lane. Uh, uh, not a hot show to me, but it, the card is very very good. I think the matches to me that could possibly steal the show. Obviously, I never bet against Charlotte and Becky ever in my life, but I think the the, the triple threat Raw tag team title match is going to be a banger as well. Uh, as well as uh, Andrade Rey Mysterio, I actually catch that on the on the pre show. I think that's that's going to be a good match too. I think the Shield match, I think um, Charlotte versus Becky, I think um, the triple threat tag team match. I mean, really, the undercard will kind of has the chance to sort of steal the show on here. But yes, it's a, I'm, gl- I'm glad it's, it seems a little bit more like SmackDown. It has much more of a presence on the show than Elimination Chamber. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to see it. It's literally the last stop for WrestleMania. After this, we have no more crappy pay-per-views. Yes. Um, uh, I don't think there's anything from Raw or SmackDown that we missed. I, th- I think I mentioned offhand earlier that Joe is the United States champion. I think that was the biggest thing to me, at least. Shout out to Joe. That, that uh, he got his first his first piece of gold on the main roster, so shout out to him. Like, you know, once these guys, like AJ, Joe, jo- I mean, even Gargano, Nakamura, like they, you know, we never thought we'd see them in these positions. And right. um, they, 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 they do it. Um, do you, you want to speak to the weird... A Ronda Rousey promo that led to her beating Becky Lynch's ass for ten minutes before we get out of here. Or mm. 
Becky got that ass beat. She got that ass tapped. This is very true. This is so much. I mean, it, it, she really got. I mean, she had it coming. She had it coming. She, oh, she absolutely did. She had it coming. So if she got if Becky got some real hits in, which I, she definitely did. I think it is definitely deserved because she had it coming for the way she was kind of spouting off on Twitter. I think the Twitter thing has gone really like off the rails a little bit. Yeah, the Twitter shit is. It, uh, that's another thing with the storyline. It's like the Twitter shit was cool at first. Now right. it's getting too. Now it's getting personal, and it's starting to be like it's starting to look like some black Twitter shit. And I'm like, that, I'm good on all that. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need all that. Like that's that's too much. It's, I'm, I'm cool, cool it on that. Uh, speaking of of shit that or it's cooling down or cooling off. Did you see Naomi get that get beat in like eleven seconds? That was sad. You know what? I'm not. I get it. You got to make Mandy look strong. You got to make Mandy look strong. It seemed like they didn't really have time for the match. I mean, they didn't really have time for even anything like last week. Um, it's the uh, you got to make Mandy look strong. I would have loved that it was a more competitive match. They don't seem to have the time, or this isn't like a really strong investment on the show. And I will say they had a lot of things going on. I mean, they had the Kevin Owens Daniel Bryan thing literally right before the Charlotte. Ver- charlotte and becky thing which i thought the charlotte and becky thing would have ended on raw and they would have had more time for this but apparently they wanted to add something to smackdown too because they're both on both shows so it's kind of like now it's kind of this investment of time and you know i think they got a lot of flack because they didn't have a women's program featured on the show on the show last week i mean they had charlotte last week they didn't have a match between the women on the show which is kind of like a must-have now um so i think this is kind of what we got here i would love to see this kind of blown off. Um, you know what? I'm. I don't know if they're doing the women's battle royal anymore. The the the. Oh, they shouldn't. The vacant named women's battle royal. Ever since the people discovered Mula was a pimp. Um, <laughs> remember that? Remember that? Yeah, that was big last year. That was a big like. You Listen, cannot name it after her. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Shit, I, I agree. <laughs> so we got this very weirdly, you know, shaped champion. You know thing that Naomi won last year and didn't even do didn't even get anything because she won it so um I'm interested in see kind of what they do with this I hope they you know WrestleMania everyone's involved it's in New York I think they're going to find a way to get everyone involved we we know kind of what the upper card is I'm kind of now interested in seeing where they're going to go with everyone everyone else um WrestleMania is a big show they try to fit everybody on it um you know, I hope we do end up seeing these Mandy Roses and Sonya Deville's and Naomi on the card. I do hope we see some of the NXT guys. I, ho- I hope we see, you know, Finn Balor. I hope we see a lot of different people who have worked hard over the last year, have worked hard not to get injured too, yeah. um, get featured on this big card because, you know, it's crazy. You know, Samoa Joe is now United States champion, has not wrestled at WrestleMania. He's been in the company for a number of years now, has not actually stepped foot in the ring at WrestleMania. Did we get um, a U.S. title match last year at WrestleMania? I, I, you know what? You, uh, yes, we did. We got, um, we got Rusev versus Jinder versus Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. Uh, so th- he'll, he'll be on the card for sure. He'll be on the card. I'm sure it'll be our truth program. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's... Some of our truth, no, it'll, it'll be maybe Mustafa versus Samoa Joe. No, it'll, be, it'll be Cena. It should, it should be Cena. You think it should be Cena versus Joe? Cena, do nothing Cena with the bad haircut, with the Botox? Never seen it before. I mean, that's also true. I would, <laughs> I would like to see Mustafa versus Samoa Joe. I would like oh, to see shit. Mustafa. You know what we're missing? Uh, and this is literally like, the Triple H promo from Raw before Ooh, we get out of here. That was good. 
That People were very upset about that promo. Why? That was amazing. It was, did it off the top. He was self. It was masturbating himself in the ring. He was shooting. It was very Richard Flair. I get what they're talking about, but still, it's like bro. Nah, Triple H put on the program. Triple H put my ass in that seat to watch that. Yeah, match. no, no, no. He's one hundred percent right. That promo was incredible. I, I think it's, I, I think Triple H steps it up another level when it's it's certain people and um, Seth for sure he steps it up another level with Seth. Uh, never thought he had this gear for for Batista, but I'm here for this shit. I'm turn all that shit up. Yeah, Batista's up. supposed to be on Raw next week, so we will see how that goes. Hollywood Batista, baby. Turn, turn all wow. that shit up. Turn it up. So uh, yeah. Uh, that is the A show for the week. Uh, you know, tune into Fastlane on Sunday. We'll, I'll be watching. Mills will be watching. We'll have our uh, thoughts about the show next week, as well as the round two results from the Mark Madness tournament. Thank you guys for, uh, of course, um, joining in on that and, and, and voting. Make sure you, you show up again next Monday and vote for the second round as well. Uh, that is it for us for this week. Check us out at RNC Radio Live. Uh, we have so much more content. And, and basically, like, you guys need to tell everybody in your family to subscribe to The A-Show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and also follow us on SoundCloud as well. Uh, subscriber Square Up is the motto. I know I've, I've been, I've been kind of lagging on it because of Mark Madness this week. But Subscriber Square Up is still the motto. So make sure yes. you do that. 100%. Uh, Meals, anything else? Um, let's see. I think we got a very exciting episode of NXT that you will tune into, and I think a lot of people should tune into a lot I'm of good tag team matches. I'm gonna watch it as soon as I as soon as we get off this call. Um and you know, we got a new lookout episode this week. Um uh, very, very good. We have a new RSPN this week, also very good. We have a new episode of Are we getting late fees this week? Uh late fees, we were I was gonna announce it uh, tomorrow, but late fees, uh we are under construction this week because we're making room for a uh a return, oh. so to speak. Oh. So uh no, oh. no no episode this week, but uh oh. I, I can tell you guys that in two weeks we'll be reviewing uh Steven Soderbergh movies uh with the with a big return. The return oh. of the king, the return of the king, so to speak, if you want to keep All right. uh with movies. So yes. Listen, I love a good return. I love a good return. And we also have the perfect play uh, every Friday. Um, yeah, and we got some playlists coming out next week. So just stay tuned. We have a playlist coming out this, you know, Friday where we have the RNC and RB playlist out, respective playlists that will be out, and we have a bunch of other playlists coming out over the next couple of weeks. So make sure you stay tuned, make sure you stay subscribed or square up, honestly. Um, and yeah. Uh, it, I think that's really it for the A show, man. All right. Uh, until, until next time, for Mills, I'm Justin. Peace out. Happy Wisdom Day. <laughs>